everyone, and welcome to the show. I am G.B. Lynch, author of We Are Still Supposed to Be Slaves, The Chronicles of Being Black in America, Book One. On this platform, we'll discuss some important pieces of our history. It's important that we discover what we don't know. It's important that we discover what's not true. It's important that our children and our grandchildren are aware of our ancestors' truth. We are responsible for their knowledge, and if we don't educate them, who will? Please check here for updates on the release of Book 2, in addition to other upcoming new books, speaking engagements, and more. So let's get into it. Today I'd like to talk about what this country calls the middle class. I've been listening for years how each side of the political spectrum taunts middle-class America. According to the Pew Research Center, I gather they are the foremost authority on this subject, 52% of Americans were considered middle-class in 2018. They all say that they are going to support the middle-class, this for the middle-class, that for the middle-class. Okay, cool beans. So here's my question. If everybody in America is so-called fighting for the middle class, who is actually fighting for the straight-up poor? You know, poor people, the people that we drive by at street corners that are homeless, the people that are panhandling on the streets, the people that are working 40-plus hours a week and still are homeless, living in their car or a motel because they can't afford basic housing. The families that live in busted housing from slumlords because there is no decent affordable housing where they live. The families whose children only get regular meals when they are in school because there's nothing at home to eat. The people that have medical bills that have sent them into bankruptcy. Or the people that have been unemployed that can't find even a minimum wage job and the unemployment checks have long ended. Yeah, poor people. Who's fighting for them? What politician exactly is fighting for the straight up poor? I know there are homeless shelters that try to help as many of the poor as they can. I know there are food banks and pantries that try to support as many poor people as they can. I know there are different assistance programs that exist for people that are poor to help with emergency rent and utility payments and so on. I also know that there are certain programs that will help the poor with down payment assistance to purchase a home. But again, not everyone can qualify for these various services. Most of these local or government programs aren't even known by the people that could truly use their help. It's almost like they don't want you to know, so they don't have to help you. You're basically on your own to figure out where you can go to get what you need. Does that sound like anyone is fighting to help the poor? Maybe I'm just misinformed about this situation. Do, no, do most people even know what income bracket that entitles you to be considered middle class anyway? So I grabbed this from the Pew Research Center's website. As of 2018, basically, to be in some category of middle class, you have to make between $48,500 and $145,500 annually. That's a really broad range, wouldn't you say? The middle class income bracket has different tiers to it as well. 
they factor in how many are in your family, where you live, and, you know, different things to determine exactly where you fit within that middle class bracket. So you got your lower middle class, your regular middle class, and then your upper middle class. So what I've been trying to figure out, so the dude making $48,500 a year and the dude making $145,500 a year are both considered middle class America. That just doesn't even sound right because the first dude can't do the same thing with his money that the second dude can do with his. I mean, it's, you know, it's like apples and oranges. They're just not the same. Truthfully, no matter what your so-called economic classification is, according to our government, broke is broke. If you make six figures per year, but your bills after payday take most of your money, you're living paycheck to paycheck, just like someone making minimum wage. You're still broke. Your six-figure brokenness most likely looks better than the minimum wage brokenness, you know, to everybody on the outside. But if you're making a fried bologna and cheese sandwich for dinner because that's what's up until payday, hey, I'm just saying. I just think that the politicians are simply interested in people that they believe need to be persuaded to vote for them. They don't bother with the rich because they don't need persuading. Lastly, they don't bother with the poor because on average, I just don't believe they care. Many homeless people don't vote. Kind of hard to vote if you don't have an address or identification. Think about the most famous homeless area in the country. Skid Row in Los Angeles, California. Do you know how many millionaires live in LA? Do you know how many millionaires live in the state of California? The people can't say they don't know that Skid Row is there. I'm not singling out LA because any part of the country that has a homeless population has pretty much the same outlook. So wouldn't it be logical to conclude that the haves don't give two cents about the have-nots? It's just my opinion. Leave me a message. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Until next week, Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Look for G.B. Lynch, author, on social media to stay current on new blog posts that come out on Wednesdays, new book releases. Actually, I have a new book that I'm hoping to have uh, ready before Thanksgiving. Um, Speaking engagements and book signings. So be safe and take care.